Hello friends and welcome back. Welcome back to the board game interview room. This is a podcast all about board games and uh, me, well, I happen to be your host, Paco Garcia, uh, talking to people who have created, are going to create, are creating, or are thinking about creating games. Uh, just because, because this is kind of cool. And Today I have somebody that I've known for a number of years now. I'm very fond of him. He's, he's done some tremendous work uh, for board games from Poland. And I was lucky enough to get a, an early copy of the game called Heroes uh, by a gentleman. That, his first name is Adam. The second name has a few too many consonants for me to risk pronouncing it properly. So, um, uh, firstly, Piotr Swoski, welcome back, sir. How are you doing? Mm, hi, Paco, and hi, all the GMS Magazine fans. Um, firstly, you guys have been very busy, and um, Heroes is an absolutely stunning game. <laughs> I'm glad to hear it. Stunning. Uh, listeners, just so you know, uh, Heroes is a battling card game for two to four players although the the base set is for two players which works like a dream like a dream is a fantasy game very fantasy game gorgeous looking and is brutal ruthless pretty fast and tremendously good fun Really, really good fun. Um, Peter, tell me a little bit more about the game. What, what, what exactly is it all about? Um, the game itself is... Uh, the topic maybe is a little bit fantasy generic because it's basically a game of dueling wizards. You know, it's Magic the Gathering and this kind of stuff. Uh, but uh, what is pretty unusual in this game is the mechanics because uh, the main idea uh, by the by the designer of this game uh, was to like adapt uh, the feel of real-time strategy games available on computers to tabletop games uh, so basically it's a real-time strategy game based heavily on dice and cards Let's let's talk about the the Dyson strategy um, a little bit later because it was something that attracted me because I absolutely hate real time uh, dice games. I cannot stand them. <laughs> so I was a little bit oh god, I'm gonna, not gonna like this one, but I did. I did. Before we go into this, um, tell me about the designer because it's a name that most people probably have not heard. Hmm. Adam Kwapinski is. Uh, my my personal friend and the guy who established Historical Games Factory in Poland a few years ago uh, and designed or co-designed almost all of our games that, that our company has released so far. And Heroes is the first game uh, created by Adam uh, that has no... Uh, the first released game at least. Uh, that has no actually historical theme because it's it's as as we said a fantasy game, and in this way it's also quite quite unusual. And this is also because uh, this is also why we created uh, a new brand 
of for for our company to to release non-historical games. Because mm -hmm. so far, I mean, he also designed First to Fight. Yeah, he designed First to Fight, Sigismondus Augustus, The Outcast Heroes. As I said, almost all the games that were created by by the historical games factory. Which is very interesting because um, Sigismondus Augustus is a very very thinky very hard game. That's a game for gamers. Whereas, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's a tremendous game, but really it's, it's one for people who really like games. Whereas First to Fight, thematically, is just fantastic. Fantastic. Um, the, the whole placing of the spies and uh, the, the underground to make sure that you are not found all the missions being historically okay. accurate, all the people being historically accurate. It's, it's a very precise and very, very good thematic game. And now this. Why the change? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Why massive, massive Why change? the change? The thing is that uh, most of the people uh, in our team are historians. Uh, they either finished uh, history at the university or they are, they are uh, doctoral studies mm -hmm. uh, students at, his, at history department right now. But we also come from uh, you know fantasy fans background, let's say. We used to play or, or still play sometimes role-playing games, lots of them. We read fantasy books and fantasy and science fiction was always somewhere there. And the, you know, our um, education or our academic uh, training was one thing and the passion, the hobby was something completely different here. And it's, it's paying off very well. Now let's go for the looks. Cause Seriously, listeners, this game looks fantastic. This is incredible. How do you guys go about designing the look and feel of this game? Because although you mentioned earlier that it's a very generic uh, fantasy, but it does have a very distinctive look and feel. And the illustrations are very cohesive from the art direction point of view. They, they, it looks very, very well put together. How was that process? Uh, as you probably know, uh, Poland has some really awesome game artists. And we really, really enjoy working with them. And we simply, we don't look, you know, for other options because we have all the best at home, <laughs> so to say. Uh, the cover art was created by Piotr Foksovich, whom I personally consider to be one of the best game illustrators ever. And uh, some of the cards, as you uh, may uh, recognize, were made by uh, Greg Bobrovsky, the guy who also illustrates uh, portal games mm -hmm. like uh, Imperial Settlers and uh, and stuff. So we simply we, we simply cooperate with uh, with the best Polish artists out there. And it's paying off. It's paying off big, big time. Now, however, the publisher for this game is is uh, Lion Rebel. Sorry, Lion Games and Rebel PL. Um, how did the partnership? Come about instead of doing under the historical games factory label. So, 
mainly due to the topic, mm -hmm. because uh, we established Lion Games not to be confused with Historical Games Factory, but in fact this is exactly the same team. Uh, but the cooperation with Rebel, uh, you know, Polish uh, gaming market is not really that big. It may seem big, it's, it's constantly growing, but to be honest, like 90% of Polish game publishers just know each other personally. Mm -hmm. And we are really good friends with, with the Rebel team. We showed them the game, they liked it, and we just started working on, you know, how to release it together. And the thing is, Lion Games created the game, and uh, Rebel is our exclusive distributor now for this game and for this brand, not for Historical not Games for Factory. Yeah. Okay, that's fair enough indeed. Right, let's let's get into the nitty-gritty of, of the game on, on, on the game mechanics. Now, although the game has a real-time dice-throwing element, which powers the way that people are going to find all the components for the spells or the creature summoning uh, or anything that they want to do, uh, the game has a very, very big difference compared to other um, uh, dice, real-time dice games, which is the strategy element. Tell me a little bit about how those two combine. Um, so as I told, still told you before, the main idea behind the game was to, to capture the feel of real-time strategies. And this is why we have uh, separate boards for each player. And on these boards, uh, before the game actually starts, you put your uh, creatures. And the thing is that when you roll your dice, you look for some specific symbols that can be used to, uh, to power your spells. And with spell cards, you just have them in hand. But after casting a spell from your hand, you can also activate or move or attack a creature on your board. So this is how this uh, real-time aspect is combined, is, is combined with, with strategy, strategy thinking, with tactics and, and, and so on. The good thing, though, is that instead of just being roll dice, roll dice, roll dice, there's a moment when the game stops. I have what I need. I call the shots now. Stop the game. Now I'm going to do what I do, and the opponent has the chance of either reply if, if they have the right set of dice, or the attacker has to re-roll all the dice to restart the game, whereas the attacked can keep the, the dice that they already had, so there is an element of advantage there for next round. So. There is a big difference in there, in that at some point everything has to stop so you can plan ahead what you're going to be doing, which is a very, very welcome respite. Yeah, this is, this is one thing, and there is also the uh, spell track, so you can, uh, in a way, you know, build your deck, because you can constantly add new cards to it. You don't, obviously, you don't uh, add new creatures because you select your starting army and this is what you get. Uh, 
but you can uh, you can increase the number of of your uh, spell cards, which also can sometimes uh, modify your uh, your strategy depending on you know what is currently on the table or what's available. You can either get it, you can or you can let, for example, uh, your opponent get the card. But then your opponent must reroll all of their dice, and then you may attack. Which is, yeah, I, that is the thing that I really liked about the whole thing. There isn't, it is frantic for a bit, and then it changes. It is frantic for a bit, and then it changes. And then you can move your creatures, uh, the starting deck. Uh, you don't get to fill all the spaces on your board. You can you can move them about. And depending where you put them on the board, they play a more passive or more aggressive or more defensive role. Uh, what, what kind of uh, strategies can people devise with, um, with a limited space that they have on the boards? Mm, the main idea is uh, the, the obvious, probably, because uh, first of all, you need to protect your hero. Because when your hero dies, you lose the game. So, for example, there are... Uh, there are some uh, cards that can heal either themselves or neighboring uh, neighboring units. So it's good to uh, keep them, you know, at the back line because mostly they don't uh, don't have too much strength in attack. But in fact, every uh, every element because we represent the heroes uh, who are connected to one of the four elements, has some different, uh, different strategy and different ways to win. So, for example, fire is obviously the most aggressive, the most straightforward one. And uh, water has uh, lots of healing abilities and stuff. Uh, whereas, uh, for example, air... Mm, enables you to move your creatures around even if in a normal situation you wouldn't do that and earth is you know just very slow very defensive but also also powerful in uh, yeah in defense now the game ends when one opponent destroys the uh, the other wizard um, which is at 21 points, which, although it doesn't sound like a lot of points, it can take a little bit of time to get there. Those those things are very difficult to hit and kill. Yeah, because uh, there are some spells that can be target that can target only your creatures, but not your heroes, and so on. And uh, due to the simple fact that you need to that you need to protect your hero. Uh, it's not not really easy to to attack him or her uh, on the opponent's board. Uh, in many games, uh, a situation happens that you know both players just get rid of all the creatures first, and then there is the real uh, wizard duel one against one. But it doesn't, it doesn't happen uh, every time. You can easily, well, maybe not easily, but if you, you are wise enough, you can easily uh, kill an opponent's hero without actually destroying all of his or her army. 
realistic in how long does the gameplay? Not more than half an hour, I believe. It can be pretty quick. And how about when you play with four games, with four people? Because um, the, the base game is for two players. Uh, it works, probably it works the best with two players, but uh, there are several options to play with more. And uh, when there are four people playing, you can either divide the uh, deck of the spell deck into two, and you can uh, play simultaneously, or you can play in teams. There are quite a few variants described in the rulebook uh, with, with player elimination or without player elimination, just as you like. Uh, it takes a little bit more time, but but still, the game is really really quick, mainly because of its of its real time nature, and there are there's lots of of dice rolling, and you know this this feeling when you need to re-roll one more dice, and all the all the rest is okay, and you have to. Uh, cast a very powerful spell, you need one more symbol and you constantly re-roll it and it doesn't want to, to, to show up. <laughs> when is the game going to be out in distribution? Because I know that I got a very early copy of the game, so how, how are people going to be able to get their hands on it? Uh, first of all, we're obviously taking this game to Essen, mm -hmm. and uh, it will be available available at our booth. It will be available at Rebels booth. Uh, what else? You can uh, pre-order it through Rebel or the Polish Publishing League. Uh, what else? Actually, it should be hitting most of the. Uh, European and American uh, shops right now uh, because, as I said, uh, Rebel is uh, the exclusive distributor of this game, but they have you know, worldwide connections and as far as I know, uh, in the US, uh, ACD distribution is, is responsible for carrying heroes to the, to the American market. Mm -hmm. And Rebel is selling in most uh, most places in Europe. Also in Germany, uh, they cooperate with Heidelberger. So I believe that every major uh, game distributor should have it by now. And that, my friends, is very, very good news because I seriously, seriously, please, please, please take a look at this game. I doubt very much that anybody is going to be disappointed. It is tremendous. Um, Peter, what's the future for Heroes? Are there going to be expansions for the game? Or is this going to stay the way it is and gone forevermore? Because the, the, the potential for expansion is huge. Yeah, we know that. And we, we, we've already you know, started thinking about, about how to use this potential. Uh, first of all, uh, there will be four new creatures added as a promo pack in Essen mm -hmm. for everyone who buys the game or for everyone who pre-orders the game. Uh, and we are, of course, thinking about some new armies or uh, some new factions, but uh, there is still time to do that. We have lots of other projects and 
definitely will not abandon heroes. They won't be left alone. The line will be developed, but I can't tell you anything more right now. Well, in that case, why don't you tell me something else about what else are you working on? Because I want to know what I'm going to find when I see you at Essen. <laughs> um, so, basically, uh, we've got right now two new games that uh, are in development. Uh, Warsaw Rising Up, uh, which is uh, which will be released soon by by the Historical Games Factory, and it's a city building game about uh, rebuilding the Polish capital city after World War Two, mm-hmm. and a new game from Lion Games, so not not historical theme this time. Uh, it will be all called Nemesis. Again, uh, designed by Adam, and it shows, uh, you know, our admiration to the Alien series. <laughs> uh, uh, very, very much uh, a meritrash game, uh, survival horror adventure, semi-cooperative with uh, hidden identities. Hidden girls and lots of you know aliens everywhere. <laughs> that sounds absolutely amazing, really, really amazing. Uh, Peter, thank you very, very much for being with me today. As always, it's been fantastic having you here. And uh, as if I didn't want to go enough to Essen, now I want to be there now. Thanks to you. <laughs> thank you very much. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you for listening. Hosting and production for this podcast have been by Paco Garcia and the music's been composed by Kev Adsent. We would love to hear from you. Feedback and your questions are always welcome and you can email us at podcast.gmsmagazine.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at GMS Magazine. And we are also on Facebook and Google+. I'm very, very happy to talk to you. Remember to subscribe to the GMS Magazine podcast channels in iTunes and give us a review or two and a rating, please, and it's truly appreciated if you do. For more quality shows, remember to listen to other rooms like the RPG Room, the Interview Room and the Board Game Room and more rooms that might be coming very soon indeed. But, friends, until the next time, let the games continue. (laughs) 